Hello and welcome to the God Is Podcast. My name is Chance Ghanem and today we're going to be talking about God Is The Plan. Now, this is the first podcast we are doing of this series and I'm extremely excited to be breaking this down. I want to start by just letting you guys know that I am a Christian just like you going on my faith journey and I want to take you guys into a couple sneak peek spots into my life where I've seen blessings and miracles work in my life and I'm also going through the Bible every single day trying to become a better Christian. So if you want to learn more, you want to find out about the same mentors I'm learning from, I'm going to put all my sources below, the churches, I uh, sermons I listen to, and all that good stuff. I'll also put a worship playlist that I listen to as well. So all that information is going to be below if you want a more deep dive on some of the information I'm going to be talking about today. So for everybody on the podcast, um, I'm going to be in Proverbs 16. And verse 25. Now, I'm going to be, uh, if you're on YouTube, you will be seeing this. I'm going to share my screen real quick so you guys can see this. And we're going to be, again, Proverbs 16, and we're going to be in verse 25, and we are reading from the New Living Translation. So the this verse really stood out to me, and I thought it was a great way to start off this podcast. And it's it says, there is a path before each person that seems right but it ends in death. It is good, this is going into verse 26 here, it is good for workers to have an appetite, an empty stomach drives them on. Now I wanna talk about that because it's so real and relevant. And I wanted to talk about today is crazy because I was thinking about how I was gonna start off this podcast series. And I was like, I wanna talk about our plan versus God's plan. I got my notes right here and it's literally right at top. And I was doing my reading today in the Bible app, guys, if you don't have the UVerse Bible app, it's something that's really helped me take my faith to a deeper level, actually diving into the Bible every single day. They have plans where you can read through the Bible and it, it'll switch, uh, it switches it up on you, switches the verses and it has an audio feature so you don't even have to read it. So every single morning I'm listening to the Bible and today, while I was thinking about this podcast, God put that verse right in front of me. And I want you guys to, again, realize what this says. This, there is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. And it's crazy because that is something that is so relevant to my life. And I, I got a few things that I want to talk about today. But the first thing I want to talk about is my story. For those of you who are brand new to hearing my story, this will be a little bit of a, a you know, it'll be a full introduction. For those of you who, of you who have had heard my story before. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, you know, it might be a little different because it's coming at it from a faith perspective. But I come from small town, middle and nowhere, Illinois farm country. I grew up going to a super small church. Like my church was like less than less than 50 to 100. Like there, if there's 50 people on a Sunday, it was a good Sunday. And and I, I was brought up in the church and it was a it was a good church. There was great people there, but I never really found a relationship with God. I went from, you know, going to from high school to college. And while I was going to college, I figured out living a normal life wasn't for me. And it's crazy because I went to the internet and I went to try to find a new way to make money. I became a Forex trader and it's crazy how God blessed me. I'm not going to go too detailed into my life story there, but 
God took me from living with my parents in middle of nowhere, Illinois, to allowing me and my wife to travel the country, living in a new state every single month while we were making income online. We were traveling the country, having a blast. And then God gave us an opportunity to become educators where we could teach people the skill set that he blessed us with. Now, it's crazy because as he gave us this opportunity, we started teaching and we started educating. And I'm somebody who barely paid attention in class. And now I'm educating people from around the world in 160 different countries across the globe, teaching them a skill set. And it's crazy because I found myself in this position and me and my wife, we move out to, well, we weren't, uh, she's my fiance at the time. We move out to Miami. We, we got a luxury high rise apartment. We got a penthouse. We were on the ocean. We had valet parking. We had everything we could ever dreamed of. We had our dream wedding on the beach out in Mexico. It was, it was amazing. But it's crazy because after the wedding and after we started, you know, after six months in, in the luxury lifestyle, we started to realize exactly what this verse was saying. And I want you guys to understand because I had everything I could have ever wanted. I was, uh, I was a trader. I was an educator. I'm, well, I, and still am. But, you know, it's one of those things where I felt like God was putting me in a position to bless a ton of people with a financial skill set. But what I realized was that was just one part of what God was doing to me. And I want you to understand that there's a few things that I'm going to break down from this story from my past and put it into some relevant topics for everybody. But I want you to understand that what happened to me was while we were in Miami, we found a great church out there that we had some friends who took us to, and we started to really get into our faith. And we started to find God. And through that process, we realized that we were living a very, very one-dimensional life. And I want to talk about that because that's something that I feel like a lot of people can have struggle with, can struggle with. So for me, my only goal in life was to get time freedom. That was my only goal. I didn't want to work a job and I wanted time freedom as bad as I could. So I put all my time, energy, and effort into getting good at being a businessman and learning the skill sets to trade so it could be my lifestyle. It took me 16 months. I went all in. It was my only focus. And then once I started getting success, once I started having time freedom, I didn't know how to spend my time. I didn't know what to do with my time because I was living a one-dimensional life. I was only worried about business. I was only worried about finances. I was only worried about making more money. And it's interesting because as I started to find God, I realized money could not be the, the, the center of my focus anymore. As I started to get deeper in my faith, I realized that I had to switch up where I was looking for my fulfillment. And this is something that I want you to understand because I think there's a lot of us, I don't know what career path you're in, I don't know where you're at in your life, but I think there's a lot of us that are searching for that fulfillment. We're searching for it. I thought buying new things would help me. I thought living a fancy life would help me. I thought living in a penthouse would help me. I thought all this stuff would help me be fulfilled and nothing could fulfill me. Nothing. And I found myself depressed living in a luxury apartment on the ocean in Miami. And you have to understand, I felt myself getting depressed because I didn't, there was, there was a hole inside me. And I was, I was going to church, but I wasn't quite getting plugged in. And it's funny because me and Sam were talking about this and we were talking about, okay, what can we do? What can we do to change? Listen to this guys, because this is important. What can we do to change where we're at and what we're doing? And, and the one thing that, you know, I used to do is I used to solve my problems. <laughs> I don't know about any of you guys, but have you ever been in a position where you try to solve your problems? And it's funny because the bigger the problem I try to solve, normally the harder I, I focus on it and normally the worse it goes. 
I'm just telling you guys the truth. It's, it's normally the things that I just, I, just, I just give to God and I push forward with. It's normally the things that I just say, God, just, just, just please help me with this next step in my life. And eventually something happens. So, you know, me and, me and my wife are praying and praying and praying for the answer. How are we going to fill this hole? How are we going to find fulfillment? How, 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 how? I don't know if you've ever found yourself going to God asking how, but it's okay to ask God how. It's okay to ask God questions because hopefully through those questions, you're going to get answers. And it's crazy because while we were asking how, my, my, it, it was a crazy, crazy experience experience but my wife just you know looked at me one day and she was praying and she just said we need to move to Denver and while we had traveled we had liked Denver we had loved the the mountains we had loved that and like I was all for it I was like okay sure we're gonna move to Denver so in three months we decided to pack up everything leave Miami leave our friends leave everything and move out to Denver and we said, we don't know what we're going to do. We don't know anybody out in Denver. We don't know what we're going to do here, but we are going to find our answer through the church. And that's what we did. And it was so funny because God works in crazy ways. And the last sermon that we heard at our church down in Miami, literally the last sermon that we were at was all about ask what you can do for a church, not what a church can do for you when you're searching for a new church. Like it was the craziest thing. So, so when we got our apartment, it was a crazy thing. We had like two other apartments we really wanted. They mysteriously disappeared. And then we, we got this third apartment that we actually liked and okay, boom, we, we booked it. We just, we just, you know, rented it off the internet. We literally shipped our car out here and all our stuff. We hopped on an airplane, flew out to Denver and we moved. We moved across the country because we felt a calling from God. And it's crazy because as we started doing this and as we started following where we felt God was pulling us, where we felt called to go, we started to see our life change in a lot of directions. The very first thing we realized when we moved out here is that we were missing the outdoors. We were missing nature. We were missing getting out in God's world and just going out and relaxing. I like I liked Miami, but it's a concrete jungle out there. It's a concrete jungle. I didn't see like real trees that weren't planted by people for like ever. Literally, it was just buildings, 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 buildings. And now we live 10 minutes from the mountains where we can get outside. We can find peace. And it's funny because first we found peace, but then we found a church. And it's the one thing we wanted to see for the church was we said, okay, where can we, where can we find a church? Listen to me here, because this was important. That was close to us so we could be involved. And I'm going to get to that later. But we, we found a church, and it was a blessing from God. It's all been going good. But I'm, I'm going to go back to here, and I want to make sure I hit all these bullet points, because I, I got some information here that I need you to understand. And this is something that I want to talk about, because I think a lot of people get frustrated in their waiting periods in their waiting periods. And when, when we're talking about a waiting period, I, I want you guys to understand, and this is, this is what I think. I think that a waiting period is an, uh, an opportunity for God to let us explore. A waiting period is an opportunity for God to allow us to explore. And I want you to understand what that means because when we moved out to Denver, we had no, 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 no change of anything. We were still trading. We were still educating. We were still doing everything the same, but we had all this free time and we had free time that, you know, we could put towards things we wanted to do. And we started to just explore, you know, we spent tons of time hiking and just getting out in nature. We spent, you know, time going to church, getting involved in church groups. We spent time learning information about new businesses. And we spent our time going after things we wanted to do. And just, we just explored all kinds of different things. And this lasted for about a month and a half. 
And I want you to understand through the exploring, we were getting closer with God every single day. And one thing that I talk about as a Forex educator, you know, as, as somebody who teaches people how to trade in the financial market, I talk about it's not about being the greatest. It's about getting better every single day. And I think it's funny because when it comes to your relationship with God, that's all you can do. I feel like all we can do with our relationship with God is get better every single day. We can't go out there and just, you know, magically take leaps and bounds. Like maybe some days you can, or maybe you have this like awakening. But what I found is what it takes to really build a relationship with God is consistency every single day. I was listening to a, a sermon at the church we go to out here at Passion Life Church. I got the link to the sermons down below so you can check that out. But at Passion Life Church there, the, the pastor was talking about, he's talking about he had a piece of pizza. He had a piece of pizza and he said, are you giving God your crust? He said he, he ate the whole piece of pizza and then he said, is this all you're leaving for God? Are you just leaving God your crust? And at that time in my relationship with God, you know, I was reading the Bible every other day, maybe, or, you know, two, three times a week. At that time in my relationship, I was praying maybe four or five times. And get this, at this time, we had made the commitment to move out here because we, we felt it was a calling. But I still wasn't all the way tapped in. I wasn't all the way connected. I was giving God something, but I was giving God my crust. And I want you to understand that idea of giving God your crust because it's pretty much the leftovers. I know a lot of people that throw their crust away. So I need you to understand, instead of just giving spare time to God, this sermon really opened my eyes to say, I need to put God as a focal point in my life. And, and this is something that I do every single morning. Now, I'm not suggesting you have to do this every single morning or you can fit it into your day, however. But these are some suggestions that I would say that you should be doing every single day while you are in your waiting period because this is going to bring you closer to God. And what that involves is that involves first reading the Bible reading the Bible. Now, I thought this was something where I was like, oh, I can just learn from people who, who are reading from the Bible that, that are telling me sermons. I'll just learn from sermons. I don't need to read it myself. And incorrect. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. You need to read the Bible. You need to read it for yourself. Now, you do not have to physically read it. Thank God for technology. There is a app, UVerse uh, Bible app. It's the, it's the Bible app, uh, you know, pretty much on every platform. Go get that app and you can literally have the audio. You can click the play button and every single morning I listen to the Bible. Now you're like, Chance, I don't know what to listen to. Perfect. In the Bible app, they have plans. They have plans. So for me, I chose to listen to the Bible in 365 days. So what that does is it breaks it up in different chunks of the Bible. So you're listening to different sections. So it's not chronological. It's not front to back. It's literally mixing it up, giving you different bite-sized pieces of the Bible every single day. Now, if you want to go after a different thing, you can go through the plans and you can, you can choose an exact thing that fits you and is hitting your heart and in your, you know, at your point in your journey, where, whatever season you are currently in. But I want you to understand this because once I started doing this and I started reading the Bible every single day, it started to get my brain working. It started to get me connected to God more. And it started to really help me understand what is this Christian walk life really about? What does it truly mean to be a disciple of Jesus Christ? But we'll save that for, for another podcast. But another thing, so first thing you got to listen to, my, I listen to my Bible every single morning. I listen to it for about 15, 20 minutes. Gets me about, about through two or three days of my section. So I'm like, you know, I'm pretty far ahead now. I'm trying to get it done before the year. But, um, but besides that, what else should you be doing? 
The one thing that I learned back in Miami, I went to a men's conference and this is something, it was, a, it was my first experience at a men's uh, Christian conference. And it was something that I had never heard before. And they said that you should be, as, as, a, as a Christian, part of the worship of worshiping of God and praising God and you know of our journey is actually listening listening to worship music and actually praising God. Well, I have to give a shout out to Kanye West. It's it's crazy because you know I never thought I would say this, but you know he said in in one of the interviews I was listening. If you guys haven't seen all this stuff about him, pretty much everyone has. But I don't whatever your your thoughts and opinions are. Either way, he he really helped me in the sense of I was listening to an interview and he said that he was working for the devil when he was creating rap music and the music he was making was was the devil's work. And when he said that, it really stung me. And I was like, man, all I listen to is rap music. And at that moment, I actually made a decision to give up rap music altogether. And now I only listen to worship music and, you know, godly music. And it, I've been doing it for like two months now. And it's, it's crazy, the experience. But I'm not saying you have to do that. If you want to, if you feel compelled to, if you start doing some praying on it and you feel like you should, you definitely should. But what I'm suggesting is when you start your day in the morning, after you read the Bible or listen to the Bible, you should turn on some worship music for at least 15 to 20 minutes and literally just listen to worship music and pray to God. Just, 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 just listen to worship music and pray for 15 to 20 minutes every single morning. Chance, what do I pray about? I don't know how to pray. I heard this great analogy. I forget what, uh, who said it, but I heard an analogy about prayer that if you want, if you struggle with prayer, you should have a, a chair next to you. So maybe sit at your, you know, sit at your kitchen table and pull up a chair next to you and imagine that God's sitting in that chair. Imagine that you're talking to somebody in that chair. Sometimes that helps. Sometimes that helps people pray because they can actually see something. That, and, and again, you're not praying to the chair. It's not like an idle thing. Don't, don't get that wrong. But you're acting like you're talking to somebody. It's a good way for new people to prayer to really help them get used to talking. Now, with, when it comes to prayer, what do, what do you pray about, Chance? What do you pray about? Well, that is when you ask God your questions. I was asking God for a month and a half, like, why am I in Denver? <laughs> why did I move here? What do you want me to do? And as I was reading the Bible, as I was worshiping, as I was listening to the songs, and as I kept praying, you know, the prayers weren't answered right away. But you know what I did while I was praying? I explored. I was trying all kinds of different things. And I started looking at different businesses and all these other things because, you know, I like Forex. I love what I do in Forex, but it doesn't take a lot of time. It's a blessing. I told you in the beginning, my goal, my only goal was to get time freedom. I thank God that I got that time freedom. But when I got the time freedom in the beginning, I didn't know how to use it. I didn't know where to put it. I didn't know where to put all my time. And now after I've been praying and been like, God, where should I put this time? Where should I put my efforts? Where should I put my energy outside of this one, this one section of my life? And it's funny because I started looking at other stuff. And as an entrepreneur, I naturally start looking at business stuff. And I had heard all this stuff about Amazon. I had all this stuff about Amazon. So I started doing some research, looking around. And it's crazy because long story short, I put in probably 150, maybe 200 hours of studying time to learn about Amazon businesses. And I found a model where you sell books and all this stuff. Long story short, I started doing it and I started making a little bit of money and it wasn't taking much time. And I was like, okay, this is cool. But I was like, what's the purpose, God? What's the purpose? And I started praying and I started praying and I started praying. And, I, and, and all of a sudden, guys, I don't know. And I, I read a book. Let me see if my book's right here. Um, we're doing a, yes, it is. Perfect. 
this is a this is a really good book. It's it's very in depth. If you're a new Christian, I would say maybe not, maybe wait a little bit. But this book right here, um, Hearing God uh, by Dallas Willard, this is a book that literally talks about how like how you can hear God, the different ways to hear God. Everyone hears God differently, but. I, I, it's, it's weird how I hear God, but while I pray, ideas just start coming to my mind. And then as these ideas start flowing to my mind, I have to like cipher these ideas. And you know, if you, if you've been an entrepreneur or even just anybody, as you get information, you always have to cipher whether it's like, you know, is this valid information? Is this fake information? Is this, you know, what kind of information am I getting? And, and I try to decipher between my thoughts and God's thoughts. And, and you can't really see a crystal clear line. I wish you could. Sometimes you're going to confuse your thoughts with God's thoughts. Sometimes, you know, you're going to miss it. Sometimes you're not going to get it. It's not a perfect science. I promise you it's not a perfect science. It took me a month and a half. If it was a perfect science, it would have been overnight. But I had this vision of this whole model where I could help churches. I could make a lot of money. And I thought about it at first and I was like, oh, awesome. I can get, I can get really, really rich off this. I can make a lot of money. I, I swear, that's what I thought. I was like, I can help churches and make a lot of money. And I kept praying on it. And I kept praying on it. And I kept praying on it. And then like, I, <laughs> God, I, it was a mixture of sermons. I listened to certain, understand I'm doing this every single day. I'm reading my Bible every single day. I'm listening to sermons almost every single day. And I, I haven't even talked about it yet, but I, I'm involved in the church where I'm going to these, these Bible studies, life groups and stuff two, three times a week. So I, I was really diving in. And like, I swear, like almost crystal clear, I heard God say like, if you believe in the abilities that I've given you, then give all the money away from this idea. <laughs> and, and it's so funny because I was so confident, like, like as, of all the abilities God's given me of an entrepreneur, as a trader, as like everything else that I got going on. But, but it's funny because as I was being curious, as I was exploring, I learned a skill set and I practiced and I studied and I went in and luckily again, guys, I have time. I know not everyone has 200 hours they can put into something, but I understand, understand you can explore different things. It, it only took me a month and a half because I have time. It might take you six months. It might take you a year. I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take you of praying and asking questions. I can't control that. That's on God. That's how God, I can't, I can't do nothing about that, but I'm just telling you my experience. And, and, and after I got that answer and God said, give it all away. I was like, okay, I need to start a charity. So I literally had a business model where I'm still confident this, you know, five years, 10 to a hundred million dollars, God willing, like it's going to make so much money. It's ridiculous. It, it's amazing. And, and God tells me, if you believe in my abilities that I've given you and all the other blessings I've given you in your life, use this one to give it all away, give all the profits away. So I start looking up at charities and I start thinking about how do I start a charity? How does this work? I started looking at how much it's going to cost and all this different stuff. And I kept praying like, God, what is this charity going to be about? What is this char charity going to be about? I got it. You've given me, you've given me a vision. You've given me the ability to like, okay, here's something I can execute on. Here's a game plan. You know, I always, I joke about this. I say this at the, at the, um, some of my groups, but I always act like God is my coach and he gives me a plan. Like how I hear from God, like my, my hear from God is I almost feel like God gives me a plan. Then I go execute it. And it's funny how things just, just fall into place. And I don't know the plan. I don't know the plan all the way through. I just live every single day and just keep trusting God. It's going to keep working. But so I, I'm praying, right? And I have this business model. I have this idea to make all this money. God tells me to give it away. I say, okay, I'm going to start a charity. And then what next? What next? What next? I'm going to find a charity. I keep praying. I keep praying. I keep praying. I, I, I'm not kidding, guys. I'm, it was like probably 
maybe a month later, a month later, I get this whisper in my ear, I swear, while I'm praying that says, because <laughs> I'm praying like, who do I help? How do I help? Who do I help? And I swear God told me, he's like, find somebody who is passionate about a passion, about helping somebody or a cause, you know, as passionate about a cause as you are with this plan or as called by God to a cause as you are by this plan. And it was so funny because a lot of my, my journey in my life have always been thought about how can I improve? How can I improve? How can I improve? And now when I start looking at God and when I start praying to God, what's God keep telling me? He keeps telling me to defer to other people. He keeps telling me to ask for help. He keeps telling me to go partner with somebody who's as passionate about you and me as God, you know, as passionate about God as you are and is driven by God as you are to go after a purpose. And lo and behold, literally that night, I'm praying, I get that answer, literally that night, I'm sitting in a Bible study and, and I have somebody tell me literally like, I'm, I'm looking to start a charity. And I was like, what? Okay. Like, and I, you know, asked some questions. I didn't really tell them about it, about my idea too much. I didn't really say much. I just heard him out and I heard about what his idea was. And I asked him like, what are your ideas for fundraising? And he didn't really have any, you know, just the normal thing. So he didn't have anything like this, like, like I had. And I was like, okay. And I just prayed on it for a night. I hit him up the next day. Next thing you know, everything works great. You know, like, like literally God provided. Now we're starting a charity and 2020 is going to be amazing. It's, it's crazy. Everything God's got lined up, but I want you to understand that, that we were trusting the plan and we were exploring in, in the, like, like, I feel like, you know, a lot of people are like chance, what do I do when I don't have a purpose chance? What do I do when I feel like I don't have a calling chance? What do I do? And this is the same thing that, you know, is just so true. Try things. How do I try things? First thing, go to your local church and get involved. If you're not already going to a church, this is something that I struggled with. You know, I, I, I was going to an online church at first. I went to a church in Miami for a year and only went to like two or three things and a couple volunteer things. I, or like, uh, you know, yeah, like volunteer, we went out and helped uh, some people and stuff. But I never really got involved. I never really got in consistent groups. I never really started living with, with, with uh, you know, in the church or seeing where I could help in the church. And it's funny because as I started doing that, there were opportunities that aligned for me where I was helping out at the church now, doing more stuff with their, helping them with their social media, that kind of stuff and everything else. But I want you to understand that if you don't know where to start, start at the church because that's where God's going to help you. Because when you're around God's people, God's people are going to help push you in your direction. Because if you don't start with God's people, where else are you going to start? That's just my personal viewpoint on this. So I'm going to keep going. You know, I get long-winded sometimes. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying this. Hopefully, you guys are getting some value. Um, but I'll try, I'll try to keep most of these a little shorter here. But I want you guys to understand, God gives us all skill sets and experiences for us to use for the good of his kingdom. I want you to understand that. God gives us all skills and skill sets and experiences to use for the good of his kingdom. So when you're thinking about the good of God's kingdom, when you're thinking about what you can do for God's kingdom, that's what I was praying for. That's what I was praying for. I was like, God, how can I help your kingdom with my skill sets? And I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. I thought having a business mind was a selfish skill set. Because that's one thing I've been blessed with is a business mind and I'm good at talking to people. And I, but it's funny how God works. It's funny how God works because he takes a skill set that you might even see as selfish. You know, I thought having a business mindset was selfish. I thought being a Forex trader was selfish. And he puts you in a position to, to, to bless other people. You know, he put me in a position to be an educator where I could teach so many people the skill set that I'm blessed beyond belief to be in the position I am. I'm blessed to pass on the knowledge I have. 
But I had to realize through this process, he was teaching me skill sets that I could use to advance his kingdom. He was teaching me how to teach people. He was teaching me how to speak. He was teaching me the ability to do what I'm doing right now because if I had not been through that process, there's no way I would have clicked the record button on this so confidently and been able to talk so fluently if I hadn't been doing this for the past four years. God always has a plan for your skill sets. You just have to start looking at where can you put them in to help. And again, when you get involved at local church and you bring your skill sets to the table and you say, here's what I got, how can I help? Most of the time, your local church can find a way. If you're willing to help, if you're willing to put in a couple hours, you can find a way and that's somewhere to start. And then maybe you just, you know, again, every single day you pray about it. Every single day you read the Bible until something happens or somebody comes into your life that aligns everything for you. And you're like, Chance, that sounds crazy and sounds impossible. I'm telling you, I'm living a life that's so possible. I'm living a life where I do what I want. Like, like, like I'm so blessed right now. God has blessed me in so many ways. And all I do is keep following him and it just keeps getting better. When I was leading my own way, I got some success, but I was unfulfilled. Now that I'm following his plan, it's only getting crazier. And here's the last thing that I want to talk about here. And then, then we're going to end it. We're going to end this because I know I've been going for a little while. But um, this is funny. So, so this is for me, at least is how I think. And this is something that has recently switched in my mind. But I was a business-minded person, right? I was a business-minded person. I, you know, my mind works with money. I'm good at math. I, I, you know, trading and all this other stuff. Like I'm, I'm, I'm good with like a business mind and marketing and that kind of stuff. And it's so hilarious because what have I always been using my skill sets for? I've always been using it to make money. I've always said, like, how can I monetize this? How can I monetize that? How can I monetize this? That was my number one thought in my brain. Every time I start thinking about something, and even Sam said yesterday, it's funny because we were talking and she, she's not even about this, but we were talking about how, you know, sometimes when I'm listening to people, like my brain just starts going and I can think of a whole business plan or whole money, like monetization, all this. And she's like, yeah, sometimes I see your brain spinning and I want to just go like, turn it off. I'm like, Chance, not now. Not now. It's not the time for that. But it's so real because that's how my brain works. But I was always thinking about the monetization. I think a lot of us, we live our life for money because we need money. Money is what does, you know, pay the bills. Money is what does put food on the table. You're right. You're right. Money, you do need the money to, to pay for bills and stuff. But the funny thing is in, the, in God's business, people are the number one currency. And this is something that's new to me. In God's business, people are the number one currency. And this is something that really struck me. And as, as I've been going through this, this journey, I've started to realize that if people, guys, listen to me, if people, if people are the only thing, this, this, this is where it gets crazy. If people are the currency, that's number one. People are the number one currency in God's, in God's business. Whose business are you in? Whose business are you in? Are you in business for yourself? Or are you in God's business? You know, are you in God's life? Are you, are you a part of God's tribe? Are you part, are you a follower? Are you a disciple of Jesus Christ? Like, like where, where, where does your loyalty go? And as I start saying that I want to be like, like, who are you chance? And I want to say that I am a loyal follower of Jesus Christ. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. And, and I want you to understand that that is so hard for me to think about because when you really think about being a disciple for Jesus Christ, it's not easy. But when you think about it and you think about it from a very simple perspective, you think, okay, what if I change my life? And, and this is a perspective change. I've changed. This is something that's, that's currently going on in me. So I'm not promising this is 100% the best, but I do believe from the people and my mentors I've listened to, I think it is the best. I switched my mindset 
from how can I take this to make the most money for how can I take this to bless the most people? That's it. It's a mental change. This video is not to get YouTube ads. This video is not to sign you up for anything. This video is not to anything, but to get you closer to God. This podcast series is not about anything, but to bring you closer to God. This podcast series is for only to, to wake you up to the possibilities that God is still moving miracles in this world, and you can be that next miracle. There is a miracle waiting for you right around the corner, but you just aren't praying for it. There's a miracle waiting for you. You just aren't doing the steps every single day to get closer to God so you can understand what he's saying. Guys, we've got so disconnected from God, it can be very hard to hear his voice sometimes. But I'm telling you, the closer you get connected, the easier it is to start following his path. With that being said, I, I just got, I'm going to end with a question and then we're going to, we're going to try to keep these coming. I'm going to do my best to keep this God is series. God is the plan is today's episode. Episode one, God is the plan. All right. So here is the question. What skills and or experiences has God gifted you with and how can you use those for his kingdom? Those are the questions I want you to think about. Those are the questions I want you to pray about because I believe if we all answer those questions, this world could be a much better place. Guys, I'm going to pray, pray us out. And I'm just going to, you know, everyone, if you could just, you know, close, close your eyes, bow your heads, wherever you're listening, unless you're driving. If you're driving, please keep your eyes open. God, I thank you for plans. I thank you for giving us opportunities to come out here and grow. I thank you for the ability to, to not only have you in our lives, but I thank you that you allow us to, to live side by side with you and walk with you. I understand that for a lot of people listening to me right now, and for me so many times on this journey, your voice sounded so quiet. Your voice sounded like I couldn't hear it. I was praying. I was asking questions and there were no answers coming my way, Lord. And I remember what that feels like. And for those, those people listening to my voice right now that have that same feeling in their heart, I pray, God, I pray that you, you, you open your mouth to them in a louder way. You make it more obvious for them to know where they need to go. You put them in a position to where they are going to Go to go to the next level and take your kingdom to the farthest points because Lord, we know you are the answer. We know that you are here to help us. We know that you are here to guide us. And I know that every single person on this planet, you have blessed with a gift, a gift that can make this world better, a gift that can impact somebody's life, a gift that can change family generations forever, or a gift that can help be the best parent around, the gift that can help, help, help your local church, help your local community. There are gifts, Lord, in all these people. And I just pray that you bring them out. I pray that you give them a reason. I pray that you give them a calling to use that gift for your kingdom. Lord, I pray going into the holiday season, you bring everybody joy. You, you, you help them remember that Christmas is about your son, Jesus Christ, and what he did for us, and that he came here for us to live this life. And he came here for us to lead an example. And I pray that everyone take a deeper look at that example this holiday season. And we challenge ourselves in 2020 to live a life closer to you. God, please help me. I need as much help as anybody else. I am just, I am just one of your servants trying to do the best I possibly can. And it's in your name that I pray that everyone finds a little bit more joy and gets a little closer to you this time of year. I pray. Amen. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, comment. Let me know if you guys want to drop what, what skills, what experiences, um, 
anything else, just let me know. Hit me up. I'm praying for all you guys. Keep going. And I'm telling you, God's purpose is worth fighting for.